Hello everybody and welcome to this week's In My Mug. This week we're off to Guatemala to spend some time with the Reyes family. So as I said, this week we're off to go and meet the Reyes family. Um, Guatemala is a country that up until around about 2013, 2014, we didn't do such a good job. Um, but with the help of Raul Rodas, who is my good friend, uh, who is the 2011 World Barista Champion, he introduced me to Beto and Batillo um, as a potential coffee that he thought had some merit, but was being sold in a... Um, uh, the commodity market, the more commercial style market. So, um, luckily we uh, visited, fell in love with the family straight away. Like Marilyn, Beto's wife, is absolutely amazing, like stunning person. Um, in, in fact, the whole family are. In fact, remember just a few weeks ago where we did the Zoom call with them, um, talking to them about things that were happening in Guatemala? You just feel the love from them. Um, and they've become much more than people we buy coffee from now. They're actually really, really good friends. Um, and uh, I really love the relationship that we have, them, have with them. So uh, Palencia, uh, where this coffee is from, is not one of the major coffee regions uh, of uh, Guatemala. So it's not like Antigua or Huehuetenango. Um, so it's a little off the beaten track. And these coffees don't get discovered as easily because coffee buyers tend to stick to the places that they know. Or they will build relationships with people, with neighbors and things like that. So. I love the fact that we found this coffee. It wasn't a superstar famous coffee at the time, but now it's been used in barista championships and it is a top-notch quality coffee. Um, this coffee that we have this week is the Katura. The Katura is the majority of the crop from the farm. We're in a really lucky position that we're able to buy every single bean from the farm. We work 100% exclusive with the family. Um, anything that's commodity gets sold off, but just gets sold off as like an SHG or something like that. Doesn't get sold as, um, you know, specialty coffee as, as this one is. So I'm going to hand you over to Virtual Steve now, who's going to go through all the facts of the farm and things like that. And when you come back, we'll be tasting the coffee. Thanks Steve. Now the reason that we love Beto, Batillo and all of the Reyes family is their desire to keep experimenting. Experimentation is the main motivation of Guadalupe Alberto Reyes, let's call him Beto because he's our friend, and has been the owner of the farm for 21 years. In recent years he's focused on the farm, continuing to try and improve. His aim is to take more care in every step on the farm, from picking, to processing, to even the shipping, the dry milling. They also take care of the agronomy of the farm. Beto's son, Saul, has been studying agronomy at the local college for the past seven years and uses his knowledge to benefit the farm. All of the family have a part to play in the day-to-day -day running, including Beto's wife, Marilyn, their children, Saul, Alina, Batillo, Batillo's wife, Maffa, and Beto's brother, Felix, who runs the mill. In addition to the family, they employ seven workers outside of harvest time and the team manages weeding, mill upgrades and general farm work. The farm itself is 18 hectares in size and sits at an altitude between 1,600 and 1,800 metres above sea level. The farm mainly produces Katura, which is this week's coffee, and Bourbon, with a smattering of Pacamara, San Ramon and Pache, as well as some experimental lots. 
It's located roughly an hour's drive to the east of Guatemala City in the small town of Palencia, uh, which Beto also happens to be the mayor of. It's helped him build, develop, build and develop the town alongside running his farm. I honestly don't know how he finds enough hours in the day to do what he does, but he manages it. He generally gets up at 4am every morning and doesn't really get home and to bed until kind of 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Palencia, as Steve said, is not part of the eight regions defined by Anacafe, the National Association for Coffee in Guatemala. And that's what makes this zone really, really interesting for coffee. El Limon has become one of our favourite relationships um, since 2013 till today. They've become uh, very important partners. Their dedication and care to production is reflecting the fact that the family operate their own wet mill and can have separate lots differentiated and separated um, and also control the quality of the coffee that comes out of it. They've also been helping some of the neighbours by taking on processing for them as well, which is also adding an extra income source to the farm. They've had the mill on the site since the very beginning. But it's very much an ongoing project. It continues to get better, continues to have investment. Um, since visiting the first time, there's now a QC lab, a new warehouse, accommodation for the staff, um, a sleeping area for the staff who, during the peak of harvest, can be there till 2, 3 in the morning. And instead of going home and bothering their families um, and waking them all up, um, they can sleep on the farm and go and have breakfast with the families. Beto has just made sure that every part of the farm is professionalised, down to keeping track of lots, keeping really good documentation, making sure they know exactly where the coffees come from each part of the part of the farm. Marilyn's job is to make sure that the farm runs. So there's food for all of the workers, there's food for all of the family, um, there's care given to people, so a lot of the pickers will come from outside of town. And Marilyn takes on the responsibility of making sure that everybody's fit, healthy, looked after and has everything that they need. So the farm, let's go through the details. It's obviously Guatemala, the region is Palencia, the farm is called El Limon. It is produced by the Reyes family, has an altitude of 1,600 to 1,800 metres above sea level, and this varietal is Katura. So let's go back to Steve now, who's going to do the tasting. I wish I could taste. Thank you, Virtual Steve, for your pearls of wisdom. I do not know what we would do without you. Um, this is going to be my last one um outside and in stockholm for a little while as i am going to try and go home again uh this week um as some of you know i tried to do that a couple of weeks ago and it lasted 36 hours because of a, a family emergency here in sweden but uh, that luckily that's all under control now um and um, yeah it's time to come back to blighty and uh, uh do my do all the things i need to catch up on there um so the next couple of weeks is going to be um, a little bit different. So if there's any ideas that you have of how I can mix it up and kind of make it interesting, I'd be really keen to hear them. So let's get into the cup because uh, that's what we're here to do. Um, somebody asked me about like, how come I always have a china cup and um, uh, my flask with me um, when I'm recording these. And basically I have a little camera bag that my camera goes in and my cup just sits inside that so it doesn't get smashed. It's, there's no need to use plastic or paper when you can use porcelain. It's much nicer, isn't it? So uh, um, it does make the coffee taste better as well. I think what you drink out of is really important. Okay, let's get in some descriptors here. So does anybody, can you remember malted milk biscuits? I'm uh, gonna pop one on the screen now. 
Now, can you... And I don't know if they still do them, but for a limited time, I remember them doing malted milk biscuits with milk chocolate on, hopefully on the screen also. Um, well, this is malted milk chocolate biscuits. It's got that beautiful malt taste to it. It's got sweet biscuity flavour and that beautiful milk chocolate that just makes it so drinkable and quaffable. And this coffee has moved a lot from last year. Can't remember the description last year, but I remember it being much more acidic, much brighter. This year it's gone a lot more sweeter. Um, a lot of that is down to a good harvest. A lot of it is down to the fantastic processing of the Bettos. Uh, a lot of it is down to coffee is an organic, natural product that grows and is going to have those changes in taste and the way that it develops. Um, the acidity is very delicate, it's there. Um, I get a little bit of a floral um, and I also get. Um, like uh, an orange like acidity so like uh, you know a fresh orange kind of juicy acidity but it's underneath and you really do have to look for it he said thank you for joining me as always um, I feel so privileged to be able to do this blog um, and, and know that you know so many of you watch it and I don't say it very often but thank you um, particularly if you got to this point you got all the way through well done um, so thank you for joining and do remember Life is too short for bad coffee.